You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bust and Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host. Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. There was no award for, you know, most improved uh, prospect or, you know, most uh, improved, like, stock within the organization, but... Jackson Rutledge would have been in the running for that. I want to pivot to him for a second. You know, this guy pitched in a playoff game at low A ball in Fredericksburg last year at the end of the season right now. And now he's pitching at the major league level uh, after having a a really nice year. They started him at double A, moved him to triple A, spent the year at those two affiliates. He now has made three big league starts. Uh, And it's not like he's been dominant or some national story, right? His ERA is six because the first one was rough, but that's a little misleading. He's only got eight strikeouts in 15 innings, which is continuing over a trend from the minor leagues where he doesn't really strike a lot of guys out or miss a lot of bats. Here's the good news, though. After his six and a third two-run outing against the White Sox, where I thought he was really good, he pitched against the Braves' A lineup on Sunday in day one of a doubleheader, and he was very solid again. He, He allowed three hits and one run over five innings, Toby four strikeouts and two walks. Um, They got a win, as you uh, can imagine that they would. Uh, Excuse me. I should say the Nationals got a win, as you'd imagine, that they would (laughs) when a starter pitches well. I'm not saying before the game you would have imagined that they won. But the Braves end up taking the second game of the doubleheader. But all that said, I mean, the 24-year-old threw two starts in a row now, allowing three runs over close to 12 innings. He's pitching his way into real consideration. He's going to be 25 next season of maybe breaking camp with the club and and maybe a rotation spot after two straight good major league outings. And this is why I liked having him come up at the end of the season and get some work in with the major league club is, you know, there's going to be a bunch of guys fighting for those last couple rotation spots, or at least going to be in the consideration. And I think Jackson Rutledge needs to be in that conversation. And so getting that first stinker out of the way is nice because now he's had two good outings back to back to build off of, and we'll see what he does in his next outing. But I've really liked what I've seen from him. He's a guy that we got to see in double a, and he pitched well that night as well. So he's got the stuff. It's interesting to see what he can be. He's not going to be, again, he's not the frontline guy. I think that's the one thing if you wanted to nitpick with the nationals organization right now as a whole, up and down the minor leagues and with the major league club. I don't know if they have the true number one ace, unless you want to classify Mackenzie Gore as that. 
And if they have Mackenzie Gore, is that they don't have a true number two behind that. Because I still feel like Cavalli's more of a, a three. Maybe he can be a two. But I think they're kind of missing that. But the nice part, hopefully, you can sign a guy to fill that role. But you've got an abundance of pitchers that can fill in the middle to back end of the rotation, Jackson Rutledge being one of them. So I think when you look at the organization as a whole, they've got good pitchers for the back end there. And Jackson Rutledge is going out there and getting some work at the major league level and showing you that he's ready to go. I think he's showing you that he can be someone that can stick in the rotation to start next year, or maybe it's something where he doesn't start up with the big league club. He gets called up later on in the year, but if nothing else, you've got an abundance of guys that are going to be pushing each other for the back end of the rotation and maybe in the bullpen as well. Yeah, there's now competition, which is a really good thing. So tell me who I'm forgetting here, because I just kind of threw this list together off the top of my head without really digging into it much. But um, here's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, For the rotation next year, you've got Gore, Gray, and Corbin as locks, you know, Corbin will be going into the final year of his deal, I guess, unless they moved him to the bullpen, but I don't see that happening because he eats innings and, you know, frankly was better this year than he's been the last couple of years. The question marks I would have in terms of the big league rotation are Trevor Williams, who is going to be under contract, but you could easily move to the pen or do something else with. And the other guy would be Kate Cavalli based on his health. Uh, he got hurt in spring training, 12 month recovery. Like, is he ready at the start of the year? I would say, Maybe you have him rehab and kind of have a long spring and then pitch a little bit in the minors. And rather than, you know, assuming that he'll be in the rotation in April, maybe he gets there in in late April or May or something. But like those are the two question marks. So potentially you could say just hypothetically, if Williams is in the rotation and Cavalli is back, that Gore, Gray, Corbin, Williams and Cavalli are the, the rotation this year, which is kind of how they came into the season. But then I've got two other tiers of guys. The maybe not highest end prospects, but guys that have pitched in the big leagues and proven that they're worth consideration. So to me, and you tell me who I'm forgetting here, but I've got Jake Irvin, Jackson Rutledge, and Yoan Adon, who are like younger, big league ready, slash have spent time in the majors starters. Then you've got the guys in the system who have pitched at least to the double-A level, who with a really good spring could like blow you away and be in the mix maybe. And that group includes... I'm going to throw Cole Henry in there still. I know he's dealt with all kinds of injuries, but I love Cole. Um, Maybe he's a reliever moving forward. I don't really know the future with him and in terms of role, but I think the guy can pitch. Um, DJ hers. They got from the Cubs was incredible in the second half for them at double a, which means he's closer to the big leagues than we think. Uh, I would say the same thing about Mitchell Parker, who's thrown really, really well and just finished the year at triple a he'll be in big league spring training. And then Dustin Signs, who was their, one of their minor league pitchers of the year, uh, just an awesome season, mostly, uh, or half of it at least, at double A. He's a little further away than the other guys. But I don't know if, if I forgot anyone. Again, this is all just off the top here. But Gore, Gray, Corbin are in. Williams, Cavalli are in if, in Williams' case, he's around and hasn't been moved to the pen. Cavalli's case, healthy. Then the next group that would be competing for spots would be Rutledge, Irvin, Adone, as, in terms of, like, first responders and then i've got the guys that might be further away henry because of injuries hers parker and signs am i missing anybody no i don't think you're missing anybody but i think with if i had to guess what the rotation is going to be to start the year next year opening day it's going to be pretty much the same 
as last year, but Trevor Williams, in my opinion, should get bumped to the pen as soon as Cavalli's ready. Uh, Jake Irvin, I, I guess it'd be different because I think Jake Irvin needs to be in the initial rotation. So I guess in that sense, maybe you move one of the guys. But well, I, Cavalli, I think- if Cavalli's not ready, which I think it sounds like we both think is probably the case, then Irvin's got a spot with yeah. even if, with it- Williams. And that's kind of where I'm at, where I think that with Cavalli, there's no point rushing. I don't. We talk about the improvement this team has made. Maybe I'm wrong about next season, but I still don't think they're a playoff team just yet. We'll see what moves they make. You know, maybe they go sign a couple guys, and that's a different story. But I don't think they're a a playoff team just yet. I think they're maybe getting on the precipice and still growing. But in that case, I'm not going to send Cavalli out there early for no reason whatsoever. I'm going to give him as long as he needs. And so once he's ready to go, maybe Trevor Williams moves back to the pen. But I think this is something where it's encouraging for the Nationals because if you want to he's been so weird to watch this year where sometimes he looks like the best pitcher at baseball and can get everyone out. And then the next outing, he gets into the stretch and can't get anyone out. So it's odd to watch with him. And, you know, we've seen some good things with Rutledge and obviously Jake Irvin's done a lot of good things. Ideally, you'd love a situation where you can just go with five of those guys and mix in Corbin every now and then. And I think Corbin's going to stick in the rotation because with the young guys, you know, we talk about a good outing from Rutledge. It was five innings. You know, you still need someone to go out there and give you six innings, seven innings. And not to say we don't care about Corbin, but, you know, if Corbin has to go out there and wear it for seven innings just to help out the bullpen. Sometimes you got to have a guy that can do that. And Corbin's shown that he can do that. So I think if you look at the young guys and what they have, I think that very maybe hers out of that other group could still come up. And I don't know if I see him as ready to be a starter just yet. So maybe they want to keep him in the minors for a little longer to see if he can continue to work on that command. But if they needed reliever help or something like that, just wanted to get him in the big leagues, I think he could help as a left-handed reliever. But I think it's a good spot to be in for the Nationals. It's just, like I said, for me, they're either lacking a true number one or a true number two. But outside of that, they've got a lot of guys to help out the rotation on the middle to back end. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think that's also a really good point you just made, which is all the guys I named are mostly mid or back end starters. Probably like that's the projection. Yeah. Somewhere in that three to five range. Some of them have much better stuff than back end, but they don't throw enough strikes. Like that's what, you know, hers feels like a five and dive guy who could be overpowering for five innings. Uh, Parker's kind of in that boat as well. Parker got to triple a. The reason I mentioned those other guys like Henry and them, is they've they've had success or based on age and kind of draft position and what they've done in the minor leagues. Like if they were wipeout awesome in the spring, and you see this with other teams sometimes, let's just say Mitchell Parker, you know, has four starts and, and gives up one run over like 17 innings or something in spring training. Like there's no reason you couldn't bring him with you. Now, I don't think that that would happen or they would, but I guess my point is they're now like a spring where they blow you away from maybe being in the mix to be in the rotation. It's also very possible. I always say, you know, God forbid they spent a little bit of money and brought in a 
starting pitcher, you know, that changes the the arithmetic a little bit. But they're in a good place in terms of organizational depth. I mean, think about it, Toby. A couple of years ago, they didn't have, like, anything available when they needed someone to come up and make a start. I mean, it was just like Paolo Espino-type guys who had been kicking around organizations for 10 years, throwing 88 miles an hour. So uh, they have come a long way in terms of the competition. It'd be nice if you had a couple more high-ceiling front of the rotation type arms, but maybe that'll be the next phase uh, of the development. Uh, anything else that you wanted to hit here on bust and loose baseball in our first of a couple eps this week? I, I think you're right though, with maybe you can sign somebody it'd take a lot, but there are some good starting pitchers that are going to be out there. I think Blake Snell's done. I don't know if you love him in terms of not being able to go long in games, but I mean, he might win another Cy Young award this year with how good he's been. I think Corbin Burns is going to be on the open market. So, you know, should they want to spend some money? Because I've talked about this before. Next year, they're not going to have as much cash, but Corbin comes off the books after next year. So if you want to just say, let's throw Corbin's contract, yes, we have to double down on it next season, but we're willing to still dole out the 20 plus million dollars for a Corbin type player, hopefully a little bit better than what Corbin's been, but a Corbin type player when you signed him. Maybe they'd be willing to do that. I don't know if that's the case or not. We'll see. But there are some guys that if they wanted to go out and say, let's take a little bit of the load off Mackenzie Gore and say, like, you don't have to be the ace. Go out there and be your best self, which is probably a number two. Maybe you can get to a number one, which would be great. But if you just, you know, end up as a number two, that's fine. But we'll see. I I think that they've got opportunities. And the nice part is, unlike years past, like you were talking about, Grant, there are options if they decide not to spend, which is very well <laughs> probably what's going to happen. If they decide not to spend, it's not the end of the world because there are options in the minor leagues. And hopefully these guys can come up and produce right away. But some of the guys have already gotten a chance in the big leagues and done well. So it's a credit to the Nationals development, credit to Rizzo and those guys, because it's a total 180 from what we saw I mean, even two years ago to what we're seeing right now, like there are people in the organization that you can at least have some faith can come up and be good big leaguers. And then you look at the top guys and you say, we might have some superstars in the organization. So it's really cool to see that. And we're getting really close to seeing some of those guys coming up. Here, here. He's Toby Altizer. Uh, Follow him on social. Give people your Twitter and where they can find you. At Toby underscore Altizer, T-O-B-I underscore A-L-T-I-Z-E-R. I'm Grant Paulson. Grant H. Paulson is where you can find me. Uh, We need comments. We need you to rate and review. We need you to subscribe. We like to read your comments when you leave them. We haven't had one to read over the last couple weeks, so get it in gear. Let's go here, people. We need uh, you to spread the word on Bustin' Loose Baseball as we are cruising toward episode 100 here. Uh, on top of that, though, we need you guys to uh, to give us a rating, drop the five-star rating, subscribe to the pod if you can, and uh, please uh, go ahead and leave us a comment. We will read it, say something nice, and uh, we'll read it on the podcast because we're not above that. We appreciate everybody checking us out and listening. We will, uh, we'll let you know what we're going to do this offseason, how the offseason schedule is going to work on the next podcast because uh, we're going to keep this thing going, hopefully. But uh, we need to uh, get on a schedule with you guys so we will update you next pod on that for producer darris and toby i'm grant saying so long for busting loose baseball